exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Doctors using chat GPT to tell patients bad news. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Christy is really going on the offense, isn't he? Mm -hmm. My goodness. He's just firing missiles. We got the KKK outside of Disney World. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Or no, they're Nazis. Excuse me, not KKK. Get it, get it straight. Big difference. Wow. It's the end of the world as we know it. Hey, Johnny. It starts with an earthquake. Johnny, we are live I, on the t town council. Not that you're the one that would council. violate the uh, the swear rule. I was going to say, I don't just, swear, you I'm stupid. Just, oh. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> hey, John, did you Thank find you. anything interesting? I, I did. Look, I, I bet a, you did. I have a whole bunch oh, of Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That makes it's, me... Tingle. It's, get it's, ooh, it's much as you expected, of course. I wondered. Yeah, sure. Rook, yeah, we're on the yeah, council. Sure. I got frat and aqua. Never mind, love. This fruitcake you got going there takes up. Uh, this 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 fruitcake we saw playing for the twins. You mean a uh, town council member that loves your show? Is that who you're talking about? No, the guy who plays for the twins. Oh. Uh, What's his name? Willie. You know. Willie. Something the, Willie. The guy with Which the glove. Position? You know. The guy has a glove. Brooke, <laughs> you got your letter? Baseball cap. Yeah, I got to print it out. Yeah, print it out. And what you want me to do is just, what, edit it or critique it? I don't want you to read. I want you to, I want it cold. Yeah. Cold. I want it fresh. All right, everybody. <laughs> Make it fresh. No, Rook, I want you to do uh, I have Tri-State copy, and I have New DK copy, which evidently I have to record. Do you know anything about that? Why am I putting emphasis on the last word? <laughs> oh, Why are you talking? weird. <laughs> uh, John, I'm still watching that movie from yesterday. <laughs> Did it get me better? <laughs> it gets no better. But it is strange and funny and dumb. <clears throat> is there something wrong with the Wi-Fi here? No. I don't, I don't know. I'd, is this uh, I'd a, an wrong. email problem for you? Well, it says it's offline. This is the computer I use every day here. Well, you have to, you have to just forget it then. Well, he needs his letter. Forget him if he doesn't yeah. love you. <clears throat> I entered to win a Martin Dr. Junior Ten giveaway, John. A like seven hundred and fifty dollar value. Huh. Oh, Josh had a big tip for you because you're an investor. Yeah. AI companies are going to go through the roof. Well, I'm not much of an investor anymore. Yeah, you are. I don't have any money. <laughs> yeah, you're you that are. 3M crap, and you got to get on AI. Yeah, I'm going to invest in something that's going to eat eat us alive. <laughs> Martin DJR. Hey, leave him alone. 
Is that what you said, Kenny? He's an yeah. investor. You know, another reason I think that the uh, aliens might be stupid is because we are, and they, they fit right in. They, I mean, they're probably, Roman I mean, rookie, us. for all I know, you're an alien. I probably am. Um, what is your email? FYI something? Uh, my email? No, no I'm going to go JH. There yeah, you are. You shouldn't say it. Oh, yeah, thank you. I, just I, I see your guitar here. You can get them for four ninety nine. I seen that. I seen. I seen that. it. I seen it. Oh well, I was just reading to you what Broke I saw on out the there. link that I clicked that I just sent to you that originally came to me from Gene. Yeah, they have. Uh, the yeah, thing it's is, not like I know anything or even care about it. So there's really no reason us talking about it. Have, have you guys As a matter noticed? of fact, if I do win this thing, it's going to stay in the case and go in the closet. Have you noticed that's how, how much I care can't, can't about it, fellas? Is, is it oh, just wait. me or? We're getting to a good point in the movie here. <laughs> I oh. seen uh, I, I seen, seen a Martin guitar once. Uh, you ain't got, seen what uh, I'm seeing right now. I think Sourdough Slim has a Martin. We got two Martins here. Yeah, he does. He was playing a Martin. He was playing and, a really uh, fancy Martin, though. expensive. Uh, um. Yeah, I see. I see. And, oh, it's uh, a bass, and, Kenny. And it reminds me of the rainforest. <laughs> what? Does? I think I think it just killed a guy. What oh, did? that's nice. That'd what is cool. he, what is, Kenny, will you turn off the damn well, TV? I, is this still nope. the Roman Polanski movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, according to, I think, IMDb, it gro or one, I don't know where I saw it, it grossed $64. <laughs> That's probably too much. I When I was looking yesterday, I saw a Roger Ebert review of it. What did he say? So would you like your well, he, he said yeah. it was uh, You have Frat? Awful. Yep. Yeah. You have Aqua. Yep. You have Mueller. Yep. Memorial. Yep. You have Precision Garage Door. Huh. Well, that's a cool base, Kenny. I like it. This guy just took a look at the Promised Land and it killed him. Oh, yikes. yeah. <laughs> Joe, did you get the thing from uh, Mr. Lyman who uh, who said he was wondering if the alien kids, if they stole that thing from their house, could count that as part of their cylinder index? <laughs> I did not get that. I, he did send that to me. <laughs> I have to laugh. <laughs> I have to laugh. You know what they are? They're just, they're awkward. They're, they're, uh, they have no social skills. <laughs> they come down and they run around your yard and they end up on your roof and they don't mean to be, uh. John, you've made me defensive. This is learned behavior on my behalf <laughs> because everything I say or do, you criticize and poo poo. I wasn't and make, criticizing. And you I was make saying me feel I like found a shit heel for Rook, just you do this? being alive. Jeez. You know, so, paranoia strikes deep in the heartland, Kenny. So I've become defensive where paranoia you're concerned. Paranoia strikes deep into your heart. It will creep. It starts with a man over there telling no, it me. Starts, it starts I when you're always afraid, John. Got See, to be it's aware. stuff like that. <laughs> boy, oh boy, I'm just tough. correcting him. He is. You know, he's, just, he's just tough. He is. He's given me a complex. Boy. I shouldn't just let you guys get away with inaccuracies. I think you should. <laughs> We'd that's be what, happier. That's what <laughs> friends do. Friends that's look past friends um, right. other friends. Uh, friends would allow me to be happy singing the song as I know it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll keep that in mind. A note, sing, it's noted. Sing a song <laughs> about a your. No, wait, that's not how it goes. That's not. Uh, that was a big hit. I seen them on TV do that. You seen them? Yeah, I seen them. 
I seen, seen him in person do that. I seen, seen Buffalo that. Springfield. Yeah, that would have been cool. Minneapolis Auditorium. That would have been Whatever happened to Buffalo ago. Springfield? Well, Kenny, a little thing called Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Or was Young. that Bachman Turner Overdrive? No, that was Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I'm sorry. Yeah, Let's I still see. have to watch that movie. All three of those bands are the same band oh. to me. Jesus. Well, there's not really this much is, This connection. is why I have to pick on you, see? You see, John, like I would that. give you permission to go after him for that, because that's you. just absurd. <laughs> Ken, I need from you it, with, with John, it's not like... Fishing, it's just like dipping a net a net in the water and scooping him up. Oh, Kenny, you got the era correct. The era is right on the money. No, they're all the same. BTO, BTM, BM, voice to men. BFD. BFD. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store. <laughs> I'm ready, Reavers. Kenny, ahead. I need a DK Mags. I need a Seafoam. And then, are you ready for Tri-State, or do you need to push, push that back yet? Well, if you would have been listening earlier when I told you uh, I have new copy for Tri-State, new copy for DK, and evidently we're, we're supposed to record something for DK for 1500 Okay. All right, cool. So Tri-State Seafoam DK today. <clears throat> Baby cakes. Chris, and then Rook. You, you had any guts, you would have said, sorry, I wasn't listening to what. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. See? No. I'm, this is why, John. I'm a lover, not a fighter, John. <laughs> Rook, I need Welter from you uh, today. Got it. No, excuse me. Uh, escape. Let's do Escape because you did Welter yesterday. <clears throat> Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Store. Joe, this is meant, it's a mental well, abuse is what you're doing, John. Royce, okay. you had these headphones so high. No, no you're not. Oh, sorry. Slide pot? Yep. We added to the list yesterday. <clears throat> what do we this, add? Pete Davidson guys got to go. I don't like pickleball. He doesn't like pickleball. <laughs> well, who does? He doesn't like pickleball. I don't even know what it is, and I hate it. <laughs> well, see, that's your problem, Kenny. See, there we go again. He also doesn't like. He doesn't like Ted Lasso. Yep. All oh, uh, the fawning. I agree with that, and I don't know what Ted Lasso is, and I agree. <laughs> Too much fawning. Yep. Once again, Ricey is correct. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store. That list is getting pretty damn Better long. Better turn my phone off, huh? Uh, Joe. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1096, June 13th, 2023. 100 degrees on this day in 1956. Woo! More on 1956 in just a moment. And 37 degrees on this day in 1969. The kids would not have been swimming. On this day in 1969, it was too chilly, but it probably warmed up right away because that's the way the temperatures work. And I hope the beach has been kept free of weeds and algae and muck and crud by the products from Aquaside, a White Bear Lake company. They've been keeping beaches free of weeds and algae for more than 60 years with a great line of products that are easy to use. They work quickly and they've been registered with all of the Appropriate authorities. Oh, no, that's sorry. Even though it's an Appropriate authorities, right? All you do is call the pellets are the answer. You throw those suckers in and boom, you got them. All you see is gin-colored water. Call Aquaside. uh, Describe the problem you think you have, what you're looking at. They'll help you understand what it is, dead vegetation or muck or whatever, and they'll get you the right product. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-328. 9350 or go to aquaside.com and now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of spoon lake it's garage logic 
with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. I mentioned yesterday that in 1956, in this neck of the woods, about five record high temperatures in a row were set in 1956, maybe even six, including today, 100 degrees. And I remembered that John has access to this nifty newspaper file. Which I still haven't believed you have not become a subscriber. I know, it's, it's, uh, I, because you know why? I'd get lost in it and I'd never come out. That's it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to do. And, and so I called John and I said, let's see what they were saying back in 1956 on June 13th of 1956. What is that? 60, don't tell me, Hold 67 on. years ago? You is don't it really? tell me. Seven and six. You're right. Yeah, it is. 67, 67 years, years ago. ago. Uh, and there would have been nightly newscasts. And of mm-hmm. course, there were daily newspapers. But I, I got a feeling what John found uh uh, has nothing to do with climate change. What did you no. find, John? Well, uh, there is one mention of the heat on the front page. I, I went, by the way, to the uh, locally the Minneapolis Morning Tribune. Right. Uh, one mention on the front page of the heat wave, and it's just a, a small little, uh, probably six paragraphs uh, that says heat wave head. A heat wave heads into fourth day. Just a small sidebar, mm-hmm. uh, and no mention of you know. No hysteria whatsoever. Just None. it's hot, and it's hot in the region. You know, right. they talked about Rapid City yeah, and Peter also being hot. So then I thought, well, I better page for the entire paper, which I did. Uh, I went to the editorial page. There was no heat columns, nothing about okay. you know, worrying about the heat. Right. Then the weather maps are on page 18. Uh, yep. So they had the weather maps with all the temps, and the only thing on there was a very comical little thing under the map that said, this is a cold front question mark because they're supposed to get down into the 80s oh yeah (laughs) yeah so that was it uh and then uh as i progressed through i went to the sports page and dick Cullum. you remember Dick Cullum? sure i do uh he noted uh, the recent sunday double header for the minneapolis millers had been rained out costing them a lot of money but luckily Mm -hmm. the hotter temps Mm -hmm. upcoming this week Right. Will help them gain attendance again. And oh, sure. It was packed at Old Miller Park, huh? And that was the only mentions of heat. And there were, boy, 40 some pages in a Wednesday newspaper. A lot of them, incidentally, full page ads. Isn't that some boy? This used to be a hell of a country. No warnings on what you should keep as a as a hot. Any any photos, John, of the kids frolicking with their outdoor hose and. There was not, not to okay. not a single farmers. One. Anything on farmers? No, Farming? nothing on farmers. Uh, no, you know, droughts. No, no okay. anything. What happened? Boy. What happened to us? Where would you like away. to begin? We let it slip away, drip by drip yes. by drip. That's what happened. We are frogs in the. Hopper. We're so far what? down now. What the hell? We are Wait, frogs what? in a hopper. Well, there, you know, when you, fro- you heat up the frog, they heat up the temperature, and yeah. then it's too late, and the frog doesn't, he's dead. It's so far <laughs> gone now. We're in a hole looking up at the end. Ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. How about the, they had some nice, they had a nice festive day at the White House. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> I thought we were going to skip this. No, but I, I purposely I, I, didn't go. <laughs> I want to go to a party at the White House because, Joe, I've been to a lot of parties in my time, and uh, a lot of them have gotten out of hand and crazy, funny things that you'd never believe happen, but none of them come close to what happened at the White House. Oh, yeah, that trans, uh, one of the transers took their shirt off. 
<laughs> you know, right in front of the old White House. It'll happen. And, uh, it was I got to say, uh, not bad. What do you know? <laughs> Jesus. Well, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't know, that. They, they were, were pretty good looking. For, <laughs> they were all right. They looked real. For store bought. I mean, yeah. what the hell? Oh. Did you give it the old, Kenny? Did you give the old? <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know. <laughs> Any port in the storm. Be hard to pass. In up. 1956, when they were having the heat wave, I bet there were no stories of that kind of frivolity from the White House. You don't no. think? I don't think old Ike would have gone for <laughs> that. Think General Eisenhower yeah. had the trans. What, 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 <laughs> trans is our word now. What word that? What would the be the word that would describe them back then? Uh, we can't no. probably nope. say that. Nope. It's a lady with a man part, only not in those. Words. There was uh, one Ike story since you guys brought him up, and it was that he signed three papers in his mm-hmm. hospital room. So he was in the hospital after one of his many heart attacks. Remember, oh Ike boy, yeah, three heart attacks. So, and every uh, time poor Ike had a heart attack, they always said, "No, it was just digestion." Yeah, and yeah. then it would turn out to be a heart attack. Yeah, and then he'd say, "Get me the hell out of here! I'm going down to Augusta and play the Masters course." <laughs> he had good options. Anything about him having relations with a porn star? Nothing like that? No, nothing in there. Money under the table? No, again, uh, I'm just so fascinated by that. 1956, four or five days in a row, a heat wave. You can imagine what these chirping, immature weather people we have now would say. They'd they'd say, oh, my word, seek relief, uh, stay indoors, the world's ending. But, you know, this whole reaction to climate change really is generational isn't it yes uh, i mean i i was alive in 1956 and it was a hot day and we probably got to go swimming mm-hmm. it was fun it was we into the sprinkler or whatever and today these these kids are getting the bejesus scared out of them in the failed academy they're, they're they suing that, in montana Did well, you so see the that? kids are suing kids are in montana suing. because yeah. the government <laughs> According to the kids, the government has a constitutional obligation to keep them safe from the weather, from the climate. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how they were gonna, they're going to do that. Uh, many cases like that have gone nowhere. This might go nowhere, but it's let's hope it's it's kids being used because kids, oh, what you're up to has nothing to do. The people behind these kids. They don't care about the climate. Right. It has nothing to do with the climate. It has nothing to do with the environment. This is the last stand of Marxism. Marxism has tried a variety of avenues. They've chosen the environment. They're trying to bring it about. It's, it has nothing to do with what... And I wish... I hope someone, maybe the judge, will turn to one of these kids in the courtroom in Montana and say, uh, Johnny, uh, it's uh, June uh, 13th. Uh, 2023 what's the temperature supposed to be today right yeah are you in the back um i am never one to correct your vocabulary on this show Uh-oh. Um, go ahead no but i think the word used you said that these kids are being used i think that's wrong i think these kids have become so emboldened go back go to the kid in chaska with the with the church petition i suppose these kids have become so fearless because they know if enough of them raise their voices People will cave to them. That's right. We're not blaming parents here or lawyers. I, they should. You're absolutely judges. right. You're absolutely this, right, Kenny. This case should never see the light of day. No, but geez, there was a time in this, and 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 considering the winters we have, there was a time uh, in the northern half of the country where you just enjoyed 
those long, hot summer days. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you didn't fear them. Uh, you consider them entirely within reason as they continue to be mm-hmm. entirely within reason. And uh, if you got a little forest fire smoke back in the day, you didn't you didn't panic because you realized that had nothing to do with the climate. That was a forest fire. Well, right? you didn't notice because both your parents smoked at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> so was, just, Uncle yeah. Jimmy had one going while he ate. Yeah. It was right oh, yeah. there oh, yeah. in, a, in a round green <laughs> yeah. glass ashtray. Oh, I can see it. Yeah. Can and see that it. sucker, was just, the smoke was just and rising. The, and then when the meal is over, he'd stuff it out in the remaining mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did that enhance the flavor of the meal? I I wasn't uh, I I can uh, honestly say I was not a fan of that uh, cigarette smoke. Okay, but I didn't. You know, I was a kid. I had no say in it. We uh, yeah. we had this discussion on my recent trip back to my hometown of Mandan slash Bismarck, because now uh, the fourth member of the family has had a heart attack. So all the kids have it. None of us are obese. Right. And and we, then we all went. It could have something to do with mom having three packs of cigarettes a day, smoke oh. all around us all day, and dad smoking cigars all day long. Possibly wow. the secondhand smoke. Uh, you know, they have did your mom smoke when she was pregnant? Oh, yeah, yes. I would yeah. hope so. Yeah. And there's there's nothing better. I hope so. There's nothing better in the world than smoking. <laughs> oh, what? Don't do this to Kenny. <laughs> Sorry, Kenny. Think back to 1956. Okay. On today, June 13th. It was hot. Rook, what day was June 13th in was 1956? Rook, are you John probably It was a knows. Wednesday. I'm looking it was right a Wednesday. Okay. Well, I, I think people, they flocked to the beaches at uh, Calhoun, Harriet, and Nokomis. After right. chores got done. They probably went out to uh, Excelsior Amusement Park, if they could get mom or dad to give them a ride. And at Excelsior Amusement Park in 1956, they had speedboat rides. You really? can get in a great big old hacker craft or Chris craft. Really? And pay, yes, pay 25 cents or whatever, and you'd get a speedboat ride around the bay. Okay. Oh, I'm going to start charging my nephews. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I don't know how prevalent air conditioning was. Well, that's what I was going to say. Then in the evening, everybody would go to the movies where they had AC. You know, or sit out on the porch. Uh, or sleep in Powderhorn Park, which was common back in the 30s when they had hot weather. And yes, they had hot weather even back in the 30s. Really? On hot. Juno but Avenue. You're, you're, I'm sorry, Matthew. Okay. You're, you're making it sound like people loved the hot weather. Oh, I sure. I, 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 uh, it was a fact of life, like rain. They okay. didn't necessarily love it. Okay, Okay, it was a fact of life, but that's all it was. There was nothing attached right. to it. Right. Yep. Yep. On the corner of uh, Juno and Wheeler, when I was I a kid. I can picture it uh, in my mind's eye. Right at the turn. Uh, on top of the brown shag carpet in the living room Ooh. was placed several sheets mm-hmm. when it was a hot day. Like, all the windows were open because it was too hot upstairs. There was no air conditioning. And we all slept, not my mom and dad, but all five of us kids slept on the floor trying to catch a little cross breeze from St. Paul Academy. I'll be and there. it was festive. Did St. Paul Academy uh, have some sort of uh, wind-producing machine? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought, but it was open. It was open fields, so there yeah. was there was a little more air. Yeah. But what else was great on a hot day? 
is when Mike Foley's hockey camp was being done, and the Zamboni would come out in the middle of July dump and the dump the snow. And then oh, geez, what? you'd run, run over there and around in it. jump in. Have a great time. Snowball fights, everything. It was a blast. Uh, may I have, please, the letter? I can't yet. Why? There's having internet this issues. This Wi-Fi, and they know upstairs, so they're working oh, on it. Oh, pew. You know, While you wait for that, still Joe, work on it. can we go back to Montana? Yes. You read the whole piece, right? Yes. One of the plaintiffs, now 22, she's from a family that has a 3,000-acre ranch in eastern Montana. Did mm-hmm. that strike you as being odd that the daughter of a rancher would be one of the people to bring this lawsuit? Well, it struck me as hypocritical. Yeah. I, I do you think her parents back her up on this lawsuit? Or is it a rebellious thing? I don't know. Uh, is she a looker? Jesus. <laughs> well, no. well I was just wondering. I mean, do with just wondering. No, I, that could weigh the, you know, the decision. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time for a break, isn't it? No, oh. not really. <laughs> well, in any event, uh, John, John found what I knew he would find, oh. and that is there was no hysteria back then, 67 years ago. It was just... Hotter than blazes, and Kenny's right. Probably a lot of people were grousing about it. Johnny, every time we bring this up, we always get about a half a dozen emails. So what is the site again? It's just newspapers.com. Okay. And there is a cost, so you have to pay. I was going to say, they should be buying time on the show. Is it a monthly cost? (laughs) Uh, You can pay monthly or you can pay yearly. I pay the yearly one because you save, you know, $22 or whatever. Just like the town council. Yeah, exactly. Say, my new garage door guy is is more than a guy. It's a whole company. It's called Garage Door of the Twin Cities, Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Uh, I've met these people. They are GLers. They're going to save you a lot of time, and they'll save you from potentially an accident. Garage doors are heavy. You don't want that thing falling on your noggin. So uh, have them over. If nothing else, they'll do a checkup. They'll do the rollers, the springs, the opener. Or you're, maybe you're dolling up the house because you're going to put it up for sale. Yep. There's nothing that uh, sharpens curb appeal more than a new garage door. And they are the people that would install it and take care of it. And they like to visit once and do it correctly because they know you want that efficiency. They don't want to have to be kept getting called and come back because something doesn't work. They fix it right the first time. They're available in the metro area and western Wisconsin. They're available on weekends. They're 24-7, and on weekends they don't charge extra. They fix garage doors correctly. Get help online immediately at precisiondoormn.com. Uh, Brock, why don't you just open up your Comcast on my computer and print it from here? That's what I'm doing here. Oh, okay. I uh, just went to tomorrow's paper in Minneapolis. Yeah. There's a picture of Miss Downtown. Oh, yeah? Who was just named, and she's drinking a soft drink, and it said she didn't even let the heat bother because she was named Miss Downtown. And then there's a guy behind her in a suit with his coat off and his hanky like this. Yeah. And And it says, however... Patrick Bow did find the heat impressive. Oppressive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> downtown. They even had a downtown in 1956. Miss Downtown. <laughs> they had a Miss Downtown in 1956. Dana Stewart. Well, they do now. It's just that she's twerking on the top of a police Or car. she'd be a gun mall. Right. There also were four drownings the day before, so I'm glad we did it today and not tomorrow. Ooh. 
I suppose, from people seeking yep. relief from the heat yep. when they didn't know how to swim. What lakes do they, do they say? Uh, two others, let's see. Um, Minnetonka, Lake Minnetonka yep. was a guy, a grown-up person. Yeah. Uh, another one was uh, in Lake Minnetonka, two in Lake Minnetonka. Jeez. And uh, let's see, St. Paul, near the High Bridge in the upper end of Harriet Island. Yeah. And... Think how quaint Minnetonka must have been in 1956. You know, you took a two-lane road to get there. Not a lot of housing on it. And, you know, you didn't run into a strip mall every five seconds. <laughs> the, yeah. what would be the northwest side of that lake, What that would be Orno, right? Yeah. That has basically just become, hey, come on here for the, you know it's what Woodbury. I mean? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> we were out there last summer. It was fun. I have a buddy that lives in that area. So we went out on the White road. Bear would have been the same way. It would have felt distinct from the city. Were you at White Bear this weekend? Is that why you, you thought of the LD's question? No. Oh. It's a uh, continuation of the story, and uh, right next to it on page nine is an ad for Olga's Little French Secret, which is uh, lingerie. Really? <laughs> yeah, at Maurice Rothschild, Young Quinlan Company. Who's going to buy sexy lingerie from somebody named Olga? got the good stuff. I think Olga's, Olga's the model, I think. Oh. Well, no, it's the name of the, the Olga Brazier. <laughs> now, do they have classified ads? Yeah, there's classified ads. Oh, sure. That's probably a big part of it, That's isn't probably it? That's probably a way I'd get yeah. it. It's fascinating. Oh, just to see what, what people are selling? Oh, God. I can't imagine. Yeah, so I'm look, still surprised you haven't subscribed to that. Newspapers.com. You are correct, though. You can, I mean, I could, you know, just ignore you guys and look at this <laughs> completely for two hours. Even the, the movie theaters, uh, two pages, full pages of different Well, and you have access to all papers all over the country, right, John? All, all over the country, yeah. There's very few that aren't there that I've checked on. So so today, what did you type in to get rolling? You called up the site, newspapers.com. You, you call up the site, and it has three headers yeah. on top. Uh, it says subject. You can just put news if you want, or right. weather, you know, if you want weather, sports, or whatever. Uh, then you put the date, and you can either put a single date, or you can put... Uh, a range. Uh, you know, June. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Thank you, Chris. I'm seeing yep. I could remember the word. A range, and then you put area you want. I just put Minneapolis because I wanted the Star Tribune or whatever. And what popped to. up? Uh, June, because uh, I because I put in June 13th, 1956, that paper popped up. Well, how would you get classifieds to pop up? Would you put cars for sale? Uh, you could, but all once you have that up, I have the entire newspaper here. Yeah. So you, I just keep hitting an arrow. I do it right now. Yeah. I'm at the, on the 14th now because I went to check that. Right. And I'm paging through and paging hey. through and paging through and paging through, and I'll get to the classifieds eventually. This no, is how you could. Oh, I'm sorry, Jenny. Go ahead. That's oh, right. I was just going to say the other thing is there's 40 pages every day. Right. Because I bet that's how uh, Dan sends us all of your old clippings. From your Star Tribune stuff. I wasn't writing in 1956. Yeah, but you could access 1970-whatever. Yeah, whenever, whenever you want. Yeah. What do you want to buy? Well, look under the MGs. What, I think what? you had me do this once before. I know. I it just fascinates me. They were probably of, you know, 800 I'm bucks. Three, I'm into the third page of business services already. Jeez. Um, yep. I don't want to. Hey, be Chris, do you have anything inside the break here? 
Yes. <clears throat> oh, dang. Well, let's do it. Oh, I got to get going. I, d- I had to put my Josh 60 in because um, his ad runs Rock. at the end. Okay. Do you have um, something for the inside of every break? Yes. Because that's usually when I plug in the town council promo. Because um, I want to... Uh... I want to knock out this DK, but I don't want bumper music behind it. Then let's do it. We can do it for the next one. How's that sound? All right. So you can give me a different one now. As recently as 2003, which is what? 20 20 years years ago. ago. Attaboy. uh, The classifieds were 10 pages long. It almost ended overnight. Hmm. Well, the, even just the employment part is now, I'm on my sixth or seventh page of jobs. Yep. Uh, the real estate one, there's five pages at least. And uh, by the way, Vern Gagne had his own real estate uh, business. Oh, apparently. Yeah. yeah. He's selling houses here, Vern Gagne and Associates. Let's do this. Wow. Yeah, there's... <laughs> I have well, there was nothing the else. There was no computers. There's no internets. Internets. You got it, Rook? Uh, Yes. Did you print it? Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm ready. You ready, Ken? Yeah. Kenny's got something. Roll. Well, here we go. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Don't look now, but the savings just got better on the Toro Zero Turn Mowers at Tri-State Bobcat, Burnsville, Hudson, Lil, Canada. Uh, Toro has actually upped the rebate to $500 on the 54-inch MyRide Zero Turn for a final price, $4,199. And the rebate can also be used in tandem with 0% financing for 42 months. And Toro has also um, has that $500 rebate available on most standard MyRide TimeCutter Zero Turn mowers right now, excluding the Havoc. So that's the only one you can't get in on. Uh, and the final price on the Toro... 50-inch time cutter, that remains $37.99, which also includes the Tri-State Bobcat Special 5-Year Warranty and the Toro Total Care Warranty Extension, a $460 value. These are great deals on Toro zero-turn mowers, courtesy of Toro and Tri-State. And we're getting closer and closer to Tri-State throwing open the doors in St. Croix Falls on Highway 8. The Hold on as I close my mic and clear my throat. <coughs> Thank you, Matthew. That's yep. exactly how it sounded. Uh, where was I? Oh, oh, uh, St. Croix Falls. Yeah, Highway 8. The equipment has been arriving daily. It won't be long. All the equipment from Toro, Bobcat, Steel, that amazing Fecon mulching tractor with the bullhog attachment. You've seen me on the Internet using that thing. It's a blast. All of that available at St. Croix Falls as they are in Hudson, Little Canada, and Burnsville. Oh, and Mankey's down in Owatonna. Swing over to the website. Check it all out. TristateBobcat.com. You mentioned yesterday that you had a letter you wanted me to critique, or maybe not critique, but you wanted me to be aware of it. Get yes. your red pen. And it was a letter you wrote at the age of what? I was uh, nine years old. And you wrote a letter to Sonny. John David Winters Jr. He but was, you called him Sonny. His nickname was Sonny. He was a, lived down the block from me. Okay. And then moved away to Rosemount in first grade. This cuts off the margin. No. Yeah. Do this one. Yeah. I was just trying to get one that was clear for you to read. Uh, okay. And and why did you write Sonny? Sonny had moved away in first grade. I uh, wanted to keep in touch with him and because we were you know close kids. And uh, I just decided that one day I was going to uh, write a letter because I hadn't talked to him in a while. Uh-huh. 
And Sonny, you spell S-O-N-N-Y. As far as you knew, that was correct. Yeah, it was either, you know, because it was a little kid. Son, you know, Sonny. Well, then it would have been S-U-N-N-Y. I don't know. Sonny. Sonny. I was nine. (laughs) How are you? Whoa, 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 whoa. If we're going to do this, Mm -hmm. we have to have some dramatic music behind it. All right. As it does get, there is some graphic violence, a little bit of sex. Dear Sonny, how are you? Well, I, comma, A, am fine. How are you? Well, I'm fine. I sound like an old geezer, don't I? How are you? Well, I'm fine. First, I wanted to wish your mother a late... Happy Mother's Day. Kathy oh, Winters. That is sweet. Sweet lady, yep. She was nice. And look at that little sycophant, a little kiss up. Eddie Haskell. Secondly, <laughs> how is school going? Okay, let's go to the truth. With me, fine. It's May 14th, 1979. Are you playing any sports? Well, I am. I am I am playing soccer. Here's the sports version. Which is spelled Go Ear. Yeah. I'm playing Go Ear. Yeah. <laughs> we are, one word, O and two. Our first game, A R E. Oops. We lost 17 to nothing. <laughs> you know what? Like, you know what that ray of hope is? Uh-huh. They were keeping score back then. Yeah. There yeah. was no eight-run rule. Winners and losers. Good yep. point. We just played our second game today and lost five to nothing. So I was probably in a really crappy mood, you know, getting our ass kicked and shut out. Hopefully we will win. We'll win is one word. Our next game on Monday. Monday? How's the tiger? That's this dog, little big boxer. Well, happy is fine. Yeah. Michelle. See, you, you have, seem to have a, a, a system here where you ask a question and then you, I guess, are making the assumption that you might have been asked the same. So you answer every question that you, you ask Sonny. Yes. You ask yes. him how his dog is and you uh, said, well, happy is fine. There's current conditions on my canine. Right. <laughs> Paul just got, got a job, a job is one word, at Denikers. Denikers on Randolph. Uh-huh. Did you know that Noah and Craig got in a fight? Do you know that? Oh, it's supposed to be me and Craig. Oh, me. Craig Hassel, my next door neighbor. And Craig got in a fight? Oh, no. Well, we did. This is the violent part. (laughs) Well, we did. (laughs) My dad said I did a pretty good fight. Tommy Engel was by me? Yeah. He was a witness. Now stop. He was in your corner. Hang on to that one because I said I said in here, my dad said I did a pretty good fight. Right. As if my my dad's standing on the sidelines. Yeah. Get it. We're sitting there beating the crap out of each other, coaching me on how to right. hit Craig. I don't think my dad stick and move. Stick and move. Get into the circle. Get out of the circle. I don't think my dad cheered us on for fighting. I may have made that one up. Tommy Angle was by me, and he was tempted. To punch Craig right in the mouth. Yep. And then Craig licked. Kicked. Kicked. <laughs> be careful with that one. <laughs> kicked me right yep. in the ponies? Nope, in the penis. <laughs> but you, which you have 
crossed out. I went back, and that might be a little too strong, so I, <laughs> I went back and just get the hash marks. Because, you see, when you can't say licked, it was, it was kicked. And I'm glad you noticed <laughs> yeah. that that was between the legs. Yeah, uh, as if, as as if, if it were. might have grown somewhere it's else. It's under my arm now, <laughs> right. Sonny. I, what if, I need to see a doctor. But Tommy... Oh. But Tommy did not punch him. Right. Sure. Who's Tommy? Tommy Angle? Tommy Angle. Tommy yeah, Angle, man. yeah. Well... I just wanted to talk to someone. Oh, my oh, God. God. Oh, that's Jeez. so sad. All I have is their beers. Isn't that sad? It really is. Oh, God. Well, I just wanted to, and that's all one word, talk to someone. Friend, always, Matt. I didn't wow. say it was always peachy keen on Juno and Wheeler. There were some lonesome times. There were some times. rough times. Now, the other thing I would like to know is, why in God's name would you still have this? I don't know, but if if you look on the top, you can see my dad's writing. Congratulations! Mm-hmm. So there must have been some kind of, I don't know. I have no idea why I acquired this. Yeah. And, well, but, I got news for you. Um, this is going out on all forms of Garage Logic social media uh, later. Send today. her out. But see, my dad's letter up top might be it might be eighth grade graduation because I think that's the letter he wrote to me. Okay, so this was written by you in the eighth grade. No, this was seventy nine. I graduated in well, eighty three. Yeah, so I was I was nine. Yeah, you know, for nine, what are you going to do? Plus, you know, those typewriters were hard to. But work I love the way you uh, you anticipated being asked all those questions. Secondly, <laughs> you're how's fine. School? The dog's fine. With me, fine. How's school? With me, it's going really. It's pretty good. Just lonely as hell, yeah, son. The dog but happy. I just wanted somebody to talk to. M- might <laughs> I ask a sad. question? Go. Um, I do love the fact that you were the same way at nine than you are now. Do you want to know why I think that? Why do you think that? You were more than willing to admit. That you were the starting goalie on a freaking team that gave up 17 <laughs> goals. Were you the netminder? You know, uh, oh, I, didn't, I didn't realize. I think I got pulled after 15. <laughs> you were the goalie? You were the netminder? Well, you get, get a little distracted. You know, you might be some other some squirrels, some squirrels chasing the chipmunk over there. and By your crotch but that hey, got kicked the day before? You took right. Royce's advice and you tightened her up on your own end and only gave up five in the second five. game. Five. What an improvement. See? What an improvement. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Craig Hassel is also a friend of Garage Logic, and he is a wonderful human being. He's uh, the general manager of the Groveland Tap. He's at the Groveland Tap. Yep. He's been oh, there sure. Big I'm guy, big beard. Well, Rook, just remember if you ever just want to talk to someone, we're always here for you. Yeah, that, really, I'm, I'm almost yeah. getting choked up about that. Well, it's okay. That's the soft side of garage logicians that uh, show that they really and in care. True rookie spirit, when you just need somebody to talk to, all of us will not answer the cell phone. <laughs> right. Like you right. That's probably what happened. Nobody's answering their cell phones. You were coming down off the fight. You know, you were coming yeah. down off the fight. Yeah, nursing some wounds. Yeah, you, know, you got kicked right in the making Johnson. sure everything's working okay. Oh, yeah. Right in the baby maker. What did right, you right the, kicked in the ponies. Is right, that what you right between the, the legs? He knows. Right. That's where it is. Right that's the where ponies. The that's where, that's where she located. houses it. Right I thought there. it said ponies. <laughs> but then I cross it off. Uh, we didn't want to start over. I, I hate to turn. I hate to turn serious. Let's go. Well, this country has a big problem. Uh, as it might be represented by the city of San Francisco. Thomas Baltimore Jr., the chairman and CEO of Park Hotels and and Resorts, announced that his company is going to stop paying on a $725 million loan on two of San Francisco's (laughs) largest hotels. 
oh. Hilton San Francisco Union Square, and Park 55. Baltimore cited low demand and concerns over street conditions as a reason to stop payment on the hotels. Holy mm. mackerel. The decision is another blow to downtown San Francisco and California, which has experienced a massive outflow of people and businesses. In fact, the list of companies that have left the Golden State is far too long to enumerate in a single article and includes established Fortune 500 such as Hewlett Packard, Chevron, and Pabst Brewing, as well as rapidly growing ones such as Snowflake, Palantir, and Tesla. Hmm. There's no single reason companies are abandoning California in droves. Aggressive lockdown policies likely didn't help. And California's tax and regulatory climate also plays a role. And then there's the problem of crime, which Park Hotels discreetly sidestepped. I'm new to San Francisco, Fuller said to the clerk. Is it a, who's this now? Did I read a caption? Oh, this is a guy trying to buy a toothbrush. My, I, had a, I knew a guy who was trying to buy a toothbrush. Listen yeah, to this country? now. I'm sorry. Earlier this month, the California Senate passed Bill 553, legislation that would discourage retail store employees from confronting shoplifters. The legislation passed weeks after a Home Depot security guard was shot and killed during a Pleasanton, California robbery. is designed to protect employee supporters safe by forbidding employers from instructing employees to confront shoplifters. What we're saying in the bill is it's not okay for employers to take a rank-and-file worker, uh, somebody whose job is really something else, and say, hey, you know, if there's an intruder, we're going to deputize you to intervene. They're, they're, they're not doing that. They want to be rid of that. Even accepting, this is from California State Rep. David Cortese, even accepting Cortese's argument that the legislation doesn't prevent employees from intervening, in cases of theft, it only makes it unlawful for employers to ask them to do so. The legislation would be disastrous. A law that would prohibit employers from telling their employees that customers are not allowed to take whatever they want without paying will clearly incentivize shoplifting. Wow. It will further promote the culture Fuller described, one in which is it is viewed as optional to pay for things. No, it's not. Fuller was a guy I mentioned earlier in the story who was new to the city and tried to buy a toothbrush, and it had to, the uh, cabinet had to be unlocked for him, and he was wondering what was going on. And as he was in there, he witnessed the crime, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, and nobody did anything. They just watched him. But, Joe, I think isn't that standard practice for most retail businesses? Don't they tell their regular employees not to put themselves in jeopardy by stopping shoplifting because a lot of stores have their own shoplifting prevention person. I think this just codify, is it codify or codify? Codify, I think. Well, this just tells employers you may not request an employee to intervene. Right. I don't know if that's a common law in every state. But I think what Mm -hmm. it's done is it's brought it to light and like the guy said, it, it's incentivized the criminals. Now they know this for sure, so they're just walking in, grabbing what they need, and strolling out. The moment the idea is admitted into society that property is not as sacred as the laws of God and that there is not a force of law and public justice to protect it, anarchy and tyranny commence, John Adams wrote in 1787. 
If thou shalt not covet, and thou shalt not steal, were not commandments of heaven, they must be made inviolable precepts in every society before it can be civilized or made free. California lawmakers, this is the Washington Examiner writing this, California lawmakers have shown utter contempt for property rights for years, making it illegal for employers to instruct employees to stop customers from stealing is just the latest example. Until California changes this culture and demonstrates it respects the property rights of people and businesses, it will continue to to decline and lose beautiful hotels such as Hilton, San Francisco's Union Square and Park 55. Hmm. Good Lord. Hmm. And and honest people, us, will end up paying for that. Because if you're going to operate a store... If you're a Walgreens. And let people steal $500 worth of toothbrushes a day and shaving equipment... The next time you're going to buy a can of shaving cream, it's going to cost 50 cents more than it does today or whatever the hell it costs. FYI, those price increases were already happening, not all because of this, but just because of supply and demand there. Because We, we bought groceries there two or three years ago, and I said, why is a gallon of milk $7.50? I have asked repeatedly one principal question. Uh could someone explain to me what goodness progressivism has brought? What goodness is there? And there isn't any. And I think I'm beginning to come to the realization of what their answer would be. We don't want there to be property rights. We don't want there to be laws protecting ownership of property. We find that oppressive. We find that an affectation from a flawed founding of the country. Everything should be free. Okay, and, 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 and that works until you run out of other people's money. Yeah, who's going right. to provide that And then that how, stuff. how are you supposed to produce the toothbrush? Uh, but I think the only answer progressives can come up with, and it's certainly true here, as it is in San Francisco, is that you bring nothing good to the table. Nothing good. You flaunt every tradition and concept of law that the United States States has held sacred for 250 years. Well, we see what the progressives have brought to San Francisco. Everybody's leaving in droves. They're leaving. And we saw, was it last week or the week before, both Allstate and there's another large insurance carrier that have said we are not issuing new insurance policies in the state of California. I've been in San Francisco a couple of times, and I've enjoyed it. Uh, I'm never again going back. I have no desire well, to go back. Well, you had an eyewitness that was there just a few months yeah. ago. Yeah, I have no desire to go back. And while well, I haven't even been there that recently, I think I was most recently there in 1999, and it was pleasant. The, uh, the bleep had yet to hit the fan in 1999. But what's going to come about when you know the locally owned bookstore just says, "Well, we can't, we can't operate like this," and they can't sell that business to anybody because who in God's name would want to buy it? It's going to go under. And the progressives' answer to that would be, uh, I don't know what their answer to that would be, hmm. because because it is very clear that they bring nothing good to society, nothing good. As I said yesterday, the greatest argument against socialism are its adherents. Well, I can tell you what their answer is going to be. They're going to blame the big corporation. We saw it take place here. 
When what were the two large stores that closed in the uh, North Minneapolis and Blooming or uh, Brooklyn Park area? I don't know. Wasn't there a, a couple of WalMarts that closed and Probably. a Walgreens that? But the progressive yeah. argument would be that there shouldn't be corporations. Those are unfair. Sure. They're, they make they make money. Money is unfair. Yeah, profits evil. are unfair. Capitalism is unfair. People over profits. Yeah, people over profits. It, 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 there's no mystery to what these people are up to. They're lazy. They're inefficient. They're incompetent. And they bring nothing to the joyfulness of the world. Nothing. They're dark people. Dark in the sense of not evil. Evil's too strong a word. Their, their, their darkness is dispiriting. They have nothing to bring. They have nothing to offer you. Nothing. They're only, they're only takers. They don't give. They're takers. You won't find that attitude of Mueller. Mueller Memorial. Power segue. Power segue. <laughs> well, it's tough to segue to a funeral or true, a cremation. True. You just got to do it. But if you're going to, when you have to consider a funeral or cremation, I'd get out to Mueller's and uh, lighten it up a little. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a celebration. I know in certain cases it'll be hard to ever consider that a celebration, but you know when Ma kicks the bucket at ninety or ninety-one, you know at that point it's get the barkeep and let's light him up blessed here. Blessed life. Let's light him up. Her favorite brand was Benson and Hedges. Who's got him? Let's P &H. go here. Oh, light him up. Let's go. I know Scott Mueller. I've known him for years. I've known the entire family. The Mueller family has been in this sensitive business for more than 75 years. And they uh, they can create the perfect event to honor your loved one and bring families together. And I think the key is to celebrate a life well-lived. You're not gonna, you're not there to shuffle around and kick the floor. Well, you are in some cases, but in many cases, let's celebrate a life well-lived. And Mueller Mortuary and Mueller Memorial will absolutely help you. It's not fun, it's not, it's not a great uh, deal to think about, but once you learn about it, uh, you're going to be absolutely relieved. Mm -hmm. Contact Mueller Memorial at MuellerMemorial.com. John. Hey, Ken, do you want to do that here? Oops. Oh, yeah, sure. All right, I'll kill everybody's mic right now. <clears throat> Kenny's going to lay down an ad here for me. I'm rolling whenever you're ready. GK Mags has been kicking it on Old 8 New Brighton since 1999 with an experienced staff, good selection, and fair prices. GK Mags is also a safe... A safe <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, I think we're going to go with take two here, Chris. DK Mags, take two. See if I can get through it. <clears throat> DK Mags has been kicking it on Old 8 and New Brighton since 1999 with an experienced staff, good selection, and fair prices. DK Mags also a safe and legal place to sell your unwanted firearms, whether it's an oldie from grandma's estate or maybe something you just don't want, don't need, don't like. DK Mags can be one, uh, can buy one, two, or the whole kit and caboodle if you have a small arsenal. DK Mags, a full-service gun shop offering gunsmithing, maintenance, and storage services. Uh, if you need a safe place to store your firearms, that's the place, either short or long-term. Log on to DK Mags for more information on ordering, selling, or storing firearms. Monticello Pond and Gun, also part of the DK Mags family. They not only buy and sell firearms, 
They also buy just about anything else. It's a fun little shop to stop into and see what's on the shelf. Monticello Pawn and Gun and DK Mags on Old 8 New Brighton. Check them out, dkmags.com. Uh, I didn't time that. How That's okay. I, let me edit quick, and then I'll see how long it is. was it? How bad? Uh, Joe, ah. uh, I got a, a note from a guy in the email yesterday who said, I'm supposed to keep you in line. And yeah. I answered, that's not my job. But yeah. he said, you missed half that Orwell quote when you used it yesterday. Oh. Because it's, uh, as with the Christian religion, the worst advertisement for socialism. is. I know. I left that out on purpose because I don't believe that. Kenny's it supposed <laughs> oh, to be I 60? See. I don't think you <laughs> was it, Chris? <laughs> it's about. I'll just read what I want to read. <laughs> 50, it's about 55. Is it supposed to be 60 or 30? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be 60. Okay. Uh, do you do you want me to send or do you want to try? They have again? they have network programming. There, right. It's got to be it's got to be minimum of fifty eight point five. Fifty. Uh, are you busy after the no, show? We can do it after. Let's do it after. Yeah, that's fine. Also, Joe, there's hardly any uh, imported cars for sale in the fifty six thing. Yeah. And nothing you'd be interested in a Hillman station wagon. Yeah. A fifty three Rover four door sedan. Yeah. And a 55 Volkswagen. Those are the only really? imports for sale. Really? Yeah. And then there's one place called Coleman Service who wants to buy your imported audio. Hmm. Auto. All right. There's that. Oh, I got to go back just one sec. You know that uh, church <sighs> house on Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Um, in the paper the other day. Yeah, my nephew's, my nephew's house. I just saw a picture of it. Where's the pool? By the alley. Here's the alley. This is Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland. Huh. Kids doing all right. It's guerrilla marketing. Is that like guerrilla glue? Yeah. <laughs> Joe, explain to us what guerrilla marketing is. Well... You take the marketing. You get a gorilla. You got to get, get an ape gorilla. in a cage, and then another ape in an ape costume. I don't know what gorilla marketing is. Yeah, it was in the movie. Just a marketing. Yeah, yeah. gorillas that market. I think it was Clarence Beeks was his name. Oh. Clarence Cheeks was <laughs> a good name. orange crop. Clarence Cheeks. Yes. Let's go here. I'm rolling. Well, uh, you did what Mortimer Randolph Duke did. You tried to corner the fiat market. Right. Does uh, Kenny got something? Reavers right? does. And Johnny, if you could also break in your middle. Break. Line, okay. that'd, be, that'd be swell. Let's go. Is there anybody to send it to, or should I just break? Just go, and we'll be back. Why are you this? shaking that okay. when you pour it? Because okay. I don't want it to splash. Splash was that also prevent splashing? Movie. Yeah. Hey, I have to step away for a few minutes. Word. Got to send some Swedes to the Mardi Gras? Probably. Rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. You know what season it is? Baseball season. Summer. Oh. So get this. Tis the season. I had to drop off four kids at baseball camp today. Yep. Guess what my chore was? Filling up all of their water bottles because they wanted the best. 
Sure. Where'd you go? Hofferman Water, ah. right there in my house. Did you I go to, to Hofferman? I didn't it? have to go anywhere. I went to my <laughs> kitchen sink. Did they bring the water to you? Because they install, you know, the separate outlet for my drinking water. And every kid that had to go to camp wanted the best water, so that's what we did. I've been a customer of Hofferman for years, and I know that if you and your family decide to make the switch, you will be happy as well. Get on their schedule right now, 952-894-4040. May I ask a serious question Please about do. Hofferman? Please do. What is it that's being filtered? The the water that comes into your house yeah. goes through your you know your regular so, your softener. And if you chose Hofferman, then good for you. You should have done that. There's also a separate osmosis filtration system that sits underneath your sink. What are they taking out of in, the water? Impurities. Yeah, all sorts of the bad. Well, I should call them because in South St. Paul, you guys have bad we water. have bad water. Yeah. I don't put. I only put um, bottled water in my coffee machine. This really? look, there's, there's the I water out of this. I, I make the best coffee. No, no joke. We we don't no, drink do. in any of our well water or use it for any any kind of cooking or really? drinking purposes. Yeah. You gotta get on the schedule, Kenny. 952-894-4040. Or just visit their website, Hoffermanwater.com. You go on there, you can see everything, whether it's a water softener, an odor filtration system, or like I had been mentioning, a drinking water system. They're the best. And they have been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years, they are big-time GLers. Let them know you heard about it right here on the podcast. Before we, we get to John, let me add to the boondoggle of a proposed snow shoveling plan in Minneapolis. <laughs> Clint writes, what's to keep a guy from getting the job and then taking his 12 weeks off in January, oh. February, March? I, you're, I'm telling you, they're going to figure it out. <laughs> These euphorians just can't lake. They just can't lake. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd like to take that yeah, job. I'm going to need uh, three I'll be months back off in April. Yeah. while you pay me. <laughs> be back in April. Wow. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Two men who were indicted as part of a federal crackdown on Minneapolis street gangs have pleaded guilty to weapons charges. Dennis Augustus Mobley and Dion Nicole Williams each entered plea agreements for one count of possession of a firearm by a felon. Charging documents state Mobley and Williams were both members of the Highs street gang that operated out of North Minneapolis. They each had multiple prior felony convictions before being caught with the handguns. They now face up to 15 years in prison, a fine up to a quarter million dollars or both. Both their plea petitions indicate they could be in for much less time as long as they cooperate with prosecution. Based on the severity of their prior offenses, Williams faces a guideline sentence ranging from 77 to 96 months in prison, Mobley between 41 and 51. Their sentencing dates have not been scheduled as of yesterday. Uh, They were charged in April along with 43 other associates of the Highs and Bloods street games. How do they spell Highs? H-I-G-H-S, like high and low. Oh, okay. What I want to know, what I want to see in in the, the cartoon bubble... I want to see the the round table of when they're trying to come up with a name and how they What do you, you got? Know, you know, what what did they reject and what did they how creative were they? I would have bet it was spelled H I Z E. Oh, that would have well, uh, that, that probably was up for uh, but then one guy said we should probably spell it properly so yeah. we get the right Or props. they said that one's already taken. Yeah, that was <laughs> That's New Jersey. Cuz they were very worried about copyright. Well, you got to yes, play by the yeah, rules. 100%. Got to yeah. play by the rules. Law enforcement was called to the scene of a graduation ceremony in St. Paul last night to break up fights. 
St. Paul police say the graduation ceremony for Central High School students at the River Center's Roy Wilkins Auditorium was interrupted by the late arrival of a large group of teens at about 9.15 in the evening. The teens began disrupting the ceremony by interrupting the graduation and speakers. Eventually, minor fights broke out between 200 to 300 of the students, according to police. A department spokesperson was unable to immediately provide the exact number of kids who arrived late and then began instigating the fights. Due to the large number of students involved, officers from the St. Paul Police Department, Ramsey County Sheriff's Office, Metro Transit, and the State Patrol got involved trying to get everyone. Wait, I, I think I heard you wrong. How many students? 200 to 300. Fighting? Uh, mm. Eventually, minor fights broke out between 200 to 300. Wow. Of the students. What the hell? Is it normal for that? They were only minor Is fights. Is it normal for it to be that late of a graduation <laughs> ceremony? Oh, they're happening all over town, Chris. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of St. Paul, I see Allery's is closing the doors. I did not see that. Wow. I think huh. Sunday is their last day of service. Hmm. Never been in there. It's a neat bar. My yeah. my dad's uh, squad car door is hanging from the roof when he hit a deer. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's or cool. it was. I haven't been in there in years, so I don't know if it's still there. Isn't that the Chicago Bears bar? Yes. Yeah. The Bears. Brooklyn Park Police are making plans to keep that city's park safe after a massive crowd of hundreds caused chaos Friday night. On Monday afternoon, yesterday, police put up a mobile trailer camera at River Park for more security. Brooklyn Park Police Department spokesperson Elliot Faust said a lot of chaos last Friday, a lot of people in vehicles that were driving recklessly and things like that. Around 7.45 Friday night, officers called to River Park following reports of a large group being, in their words, rowdy. Law enforcement found nearly 400 people, most of them juveniles, in the park fighting. I know, I know. Did you just say 400 people? I did, yeah. No, that can't be right. They called in resources from Hennepin County and the state patrol (laughs) to help with the large crowd. Uh, Faust said apparently there was some sort of social media element to this. That's how it got started. That helped get the word out. Shortly after police, uh, shortly after it all happened, the police followed about 200 people from the group to Noble Sports Park, where the fighting continued. At that point, officers ordered everyone to leave. Faust said there needs to be consequences for people whose behavior does not align with what society expects, and I think that's where the hard conversations need to go. The Brooklyn Park Police Department is hoping to put a stop to large groups causing the chaos before it becomes a trend in the city, according to Faust. Faust said they're having conversations about solutions. Officers want to reassure the public the parks are safe to visit and say these are isolated. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's super safe. How do you think that... Fourth of July is going to work out down oh, there on the wall. What time do you want me to pick you up? Roll oh, the dice, baby. I'm going to get there early. How about the fact that he actually used the word before it becomes a trend? Yeah. Uh, a hey, trend. pal, I got news for you. Wake up. <laughs> How does the fight start, the scenario? Is there a lot of Somebody posturing is. and yelling, or is it just ready, set, go? And there's you just a, start throwing There's hands. some disrespect going on, Kenny. Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> we're, the, we're disrespecting each do other. Do the highs roll in? And talk to the lows, and there's some trash talk. <laughs> yep. And well, then there's a rumble. Your, your mama wears so, army boots. Yeah, your mama so you? fat. Yeah. How fat yeah. is she? <laughs> the Bloomington Police Department said they're looking for a suspect who's seen running over a cat in a black Kia Soul. Police, police said the driver was seen putting the cat underneath the front passenger tire, running it over, killing it. The driver, the driver then oh circled God. back. And ran the cat over again. After it's got to be everything I've heard so far is made up, right? 
None of this newscast is true. There's actually video. Was it a Kia? Yeah, it was a black Kia Soul. Was it stolen? I don't know. They don't supply that info. In fact, they're looking for info. It happened at 105th Street and Florida Avenue. The vehicle, a newer black Kia Soul. And if you have any info, you're asked to call Detective Harms at Bloomington Police Department, 952-563-4689. That does not bode well. If you hurt animals, you'll hurt people. Yep. I don't like that. That's no. Leave the one. damn cat alone. I can uh, get you a cat. And get you a cat by three o'clock. I knew somebody was going to use that line as soon as I put that story in the news. (laughs) Summer notes for the Twin Cities. A festive weekend coming up in Stillwater. Time for the annual food truck extravaganza. Whoa. Who we got? Where? This this year organized. I went to an event Friday night. No, I'm sorry, Saturday night, a graduation event. Fighting? Two food trucks. No fighting. And no fighting. Okay, good. No fighting. This year, organizers say 40 trucks will be at the Washington County Fairgrounds. In addition to food, there will be live music, beer and wine offerings, face painting, balloons, bubbles, games, and a bouncy house. Go to the dark room (laughs) and look for bubbles. You'll know them when you find it. You can park for free at the county fairgrounds. It will run from 11 to 8 Saturday. Tickets, five bucks a person. However, found them. This is where you do your bubbles impersonation, John. I lost the John. bubbles thing. Bubbles, oh, yeah. great big bubbles. These guys don't know who bubbles is, though. They don't. No. Part is of that the his No, that's not it. Well, you got to get it back job. here. Yeah. Several seems, times a week, it seems like it's full of the bubbles. It seems there like a good go. event where two to 300 youth could gather and uh, get in a big fight. Start throwing yeah. hands. Yeah. One of my new favorite food trucks, I hope they are uh, going to be there, the Angry Line Cook. What are they uh, making? They yell at you? Everything. No, they've got burgers and stuff, but it's just everything they make looks fantastic. One of the food trucks was Vietnamese food. Oh, boy. Huh. And uh, I had it, and it was fine, but I, I didn't detect that anything tasted Vietnamese, not that I would have known. If you ever see the egg roll queen Here we truck. Go. This had egg rolls, you, big egg rolls. You have to stop. If it's the, if it's the uh, um, egg roll queen, it's Put on the brakes. Stop and buy an egg roll. It's fantastic. Even if you're running late to work, right? Doesn't matter. And you know you're going to miss the first um, part so of the show. Podcast. The break. You're still stopping. You're losing the egg roll every day. Great big bubbles. Every day. Great big every bubbles. Day. The new concessions operator at Lake Nokomis is open for the season. The Painted Turtle opened for business yesterday, serving snacks and sweet treats as well as lunch and dinner options the team behind the restaurant is the same one that created unleashed hounds and hops the state's first dog park bar and restaurant they take over after sandcastle which had been on the site for 10 years opted to not renew its release we'll have uh, some more news for you right after this quick message i certainly hope so johnny cake ridge road i want to tell you about a wonderful trip that you can come along with and it is called Ride with the Rookie. No, it's not really a name for it. It's just if you want to have a great time next year in July, then you need to get in touch with Escape With Us Vacations because what Maria and Teresa have put together, it is fantastic. Yes, we're going to have a blast of a time, and yes, you can find all sorts of wonderful information by going to EscapeWithUsVacations.com. Why don't you tell us where it's going? Going to Croatia aboard the (laughs) MS Adriatic King. Eight-day cruise. How do you float from here? Or do you fly over there? You fly over there. That'd be okay. a long and then it's trip. an eight-day cruise from Split to Dubrovnik. 
And it's the July fourteenth to, do, to July twenty first of next year. It's <laughs> not next month. Prices start at twenty seven ninety nine per person. Includes seven nights, eight days cruise, a combination with the fully equipped and air conditioned cabin, private bathroom, half board meals. You get all seven buffet breakfasts, six lunches, two dinners, and you have your own personal concierge. Are you and you do two shows a night? And I'm doing two shows a night. Hey, I tell you, I flew my eyes. Yeah, I'm so tired right now. Uh, I will be entertaining. If you want to spend seven days with the rookie and some of rookie's family members. People will end up staying there knowing that you're returning to the United States. I see people jumping off the boat, swimming to shore because they're they're very annoyed. They'll, They'll know what you guys go through every day. All right, here's the telephone number to learn more. 651-788-4338. It's Escape With Us Vacations. It's going to be the trip of a lifetime, so start saving your money right now. Get all the details at escapewithusvacations.com. You can see the boat, you can see the sights, and you can see the fun coming when you want to cruise with the Rook. Peep with the perv. Uh, I will tell you, though, that the people that went last year, the GLers, several GLers went last year, they said they would do it again. One guy That's actually signed the, up again. That but price didn't is not go bad. Last year. I, uh, it was, was it two years ago? I think it was two years ago. They didn't have it last year because it was too expensive. That price is not bad. No, it's with not your, bad at all. With everything? Two years ago would have been the height of COVID. <laughs> you got that? Huh? You got her? <laughs> Thank you for telling me that while you're blowing your nose. We're not really going to release this show today, are we? No. <laughs> Just parts I mean, of it. God. <laughs> what but the hell? The letter was okay. Oh. Yeah, that was funny, actually. What's, what's been wrong? I think it's been fine. No, no, give it a listen when you're off the course. Oh, it's not that bad, Kenny. I'd say he's off the course today. <laughs> hey. <clears throat> Ooh, that was kind of John Candy. Hey, Johnny LaRue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just it. lonely and needed to talk mm, to someone. I, I meant to ask you, did Sonny write back? That's a good I don't point. I think he did. Um, well, I just wanted to talk to someone. <laughs> God, that is so sad. <laughs> that is really that is, all I got really is, is that beer. Oh, God. If my mother saw that, she'd probably say, oh, my, what did I do? Mom, you didn't do anything. I know you're a podcast listener every day. Oh, but is you, she you on the council? Uh, Matthew's on the council. I don't think my mom well, is. Well, then your, 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 your words were just wasted. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, are you still in contact with Sonny? Or? No, I've tried to. Uh, is he in prison? He blocked he's, he's you. He's still in prison. <laughs> I was born on December 23rd. He was born on December 24th, and that's how our moms and, kind of met. And at Jesus Jones. was born on December 25th. Look at that. That's a trifecta. And where did he move to? <laughs> Rosemont. He moved to Rosemount, oh, but, then, Rosemount. Yeah, but then I lost, I went over there a couple times, but then we lost touch over the years. And I yeah. don't see him on Facebook. I don't see him on social media. What's his last so, name? John David Winters II. He's probably busy denying that he knows you. Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> probably. I wanted to get in touch with him. Maybe I should write a letter to him and then tell him how successful I am. And then I'm be on sure the you answer every question you ask him. Right. What, what are you doing for a job? I'm in the radio business. Right, right. right. That is not a sign of success. Where do you live? Well, I live in St. Paul. Yeah. Where well, do I you live, live in South St. Paul. South St. Paul. I live in Rosemount. Still? I got a John D. Winters 2 on Facebook here. For real? All it shows is an old car, though, from 2018. <laughs> Doesn't have anything else. Sonny, what are you doing? What are you doing, Sonny? Uh, I'm ready for you. Oh, let me get back to my news here. Who's got something? Kenny does, sir. Yeah. Um... 
Yes, sir. So should I do a DK here or what? No, what, what? I, I use that one for the for our show. All right, give me a sec. Because that one, it, it, you know, it doesn't matter if it's not. What do you want, Bugs Be Gone? Sure, that'd be great. Bugs Be Gone. I gotta go get a can of that stuff. It's I'm... a squirt bottle. Is it? Okay. Can I get it at Frats? It's amazing. I, I, my vehicle is just covered in bug guts. Why can't I say that in the ad? What? Bugs Be Gone. This ass is amazing. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, yeah the not, client might not appreciate I'm not Joe that. Rogan. You ready? No, I think that sounds sincere. But again, the client. This S is amazing. Okay, I'm rolling. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Uh, speaking of Joe Suchere, he has a testimonial on the effectiveness of Bugs Be Gone. Go ahead, Joe. This ass is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking bugs on the windshield, the grill, the bumpers. No big deal with Bugs Be Gone from our pals at Seafoam. It easily solves the hassle of... Uh, of uh, scraping those bugs out. You know how it is. You pull up to the station, it's ee, ee, ee. you can't get them off. Ugh. Spray this stuff on, let it sit there a second or two, a minute maybe, and then just wash it away with water. And it just breaks up the sticky bond. They wash away. It's safe for all finishes. It's non-toxic. It's water-based. Leaves no film or haze when it drives. Uh, just a happy, clean surface. What about pine sap? Would it do uh, that? I bet it would. Yeah, I bet it would do. That's a good idea. Anything organic suits. Yeah. Um, a lot of people will try it on a car, and then, you know, you find all sorts of uses for it. Boats, motorcycles, campers. Spray it on, wash it off, bugs be gone. Another fine product from our fine folks at Seafoam. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, before I get back to the news, uh, could I go back to Rook's uh, ad a little bit ago for the cruise? Yeah, you want to go, Jay? I, I know you worked loosely with a script. You don't always follow it. And, we, and you, we threw you an ad lib there about you doing stand-up or something. And your mm. joke was, I flew my arms here. Man, I'm tired. Yeah. I think you mix the joke. I joke think it's supposed to be, I swam all the way in from shore, and boy, are my arms tired. Yeah. yeah this is why we all have a complex with you, John, and we're all <laughs> defensive. I'm not defensive. John, I'm you, glad you pointed that out. You pick us apart at every that, turn. Here's the news. That was have me. you not such thick skin, Kenneth? Yeah. I don't. Okay. I'm going to start writing down every time Kenny makes fun of us. So, Donald Trump is expected to be represented at his first court appearance to face federal criminal charges for uh, retaining national security uh, materials uh, with his uh, legal defense team that he has been using, except the two that quit. They tried to hire some lawyers yesterday, uh, but they could not find any. Apparently, he and the other two lawyers, former federal prosecutor Todd Blanche and former Florida Solicitor General Chris Kesey, uh, interviewed men but could not find any to help represent tr uh, Trump. He and his legal team spent the afternoon doing that yesterday. The court appearance is scheduled for 2 o'clock our time uh, this afternoon. This stunted psycho can't even find a lawyer. Uh, they don't want to work for him. Looks like, it looks like Joe Pesci or what is it, the uh, the courtroom scene? These three youths. With I talked to some serious Trump people over the weekend. Serious. And they both said, I wish this guy would go away. Yeah. Pat Sajak. Hey, wait, wait a second, John. He seems to have the support of the GOP. Does he, he no, not? But, no, he doesn't. 
But he they, has the, the support the, of the radical GOP, and that's what the media is running with. The eighty percent, the eighty percent that's in the middle, are not for President Trump. Why are the cons- some, I'm sorry, Kenny, go ahead. No, go ahead, John. I'm I was just going to say, why don't some of the moderate Republicans come out and say something instead of just ignoring everything? Because they love their life on the third rail too much, and they think that he still exerts enough power that they, he should not be that's confronted just, by them. You got it. Yep, that's it right there. Uh, Pat Sajak, who's hosted Wheel of Fortune for more than 40 years, announced in a tweet yesterday he is stepping down. Really? Yeah. Sajak said, well, the time has come. I've decided our 41st season, which begins in September, will be my last. It's been a wonderful ride, and I'll have more to say in the coming months. Many thanks to you all. 76-year-old Sajak took the helm of Wheel of Fortune in 1981 alongside co-host Devanna White. The show, of course, a mainstay of primetime lineups on television channels all across the country. Sajak did not say who might replace him. Sony Television, uh, Sony Pictures Television, the production and distribution studio that owns the show, did not immediately respond to an email requesting comment. Suzanne Preet, the executive vice president of game shows for Sony Pictures TV, said in the statement the company was incredibly grateful and proud to have had Pat as our host for all these years. We look forward to celebrating his outstanding career throughout the upcoming season. Is Vanna White still on the show? Yes. She is. Yes. Yes. She's the uh, presenter or the she points at the prizes or whatever. No, she's the letter turns, turner. Turns letter the turner. Yeah. yeah. But she pushes the button that turns the letter. In October 2016, the ranking of the highest paid TV host, Forbes reported Sajak was earning $15 million year, uh, dollars per year at the time. Wow. You John, can't. So, go ahead. The headline I've been seeing this morning Never on one of the, one of the I, pages I, like I go it. to says he's been saying some nutty things lately. Maybe he's going goofy. He it's has, but it's nothing. I didn't. Yeah, I, I saw several stories like that too. I mean, they're just a couple of them were maybe a little tough on the people playing, but nothing, you know, outrageous. I think they should bring in a Don Rickles kind of character to host that show <laughs> that just hammers on the contestants. What, what is the premise? You have to spell a word or something? It's a crossword puzzle, a game, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like a crossword puzzle. Figure out the word or phrase. So if he's earning $15 million per year and they shoot 195 episodes per year, that's seventy-seven grand per show, and they shoot only 35 days each year. So a $15 million Boy. annual salary for 35 days works out to be more than four hundred and twenty-eight grand per day. That's not bad. Nice it's, work you know, if you can get he's it. He's landing on his feet. Yeah. But you can't do Wheel of Fortune without Sajak. Why I'm not? Sure they will. Uh, I know they will. I'm just well, thinking. Well, they're doing Jeopardy without Trebek. And Price is Right without Bob. Jesus. I have not watched The Price is Right forever. You have an embarrassing amount of knowledge about these shows. <laughs> This is Johnny Olson speaking for The Price is Right. Remember when Sajak had the talk show briefly? Yes. Oh, yeah, that yeah, Sajak had the there. talk show. It, was, it didn't go very well because basically he just sat and imitated Letterman uh, tone-wise and everything with the jokes. It was it was very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Yeah, I do remember that. A 76, 76-year-old woman who was declared dead at a hospital in Ecuador, astonished relatives by knocking on her coffin during her wake. I hate when that happens. The incident has prompted a government investigation into the hospital. Relatives left the coffin behind and rushed retired nurse Bella Montoya back to the hospital after the wake in the central city of Babahoyo. Give me a Virginia Slim. (laughs) You know, Mueller would say, wait, did you guys hear that? (laughs) 
Ecuador's health ministry said that Montoya was in intensive care yesterday in the Martin Izcaza Hospital in Babahoya, while the ministry investigates doctors involved in the case. A technical committee has been formed to review how the hospital issues death certificates. Montoya initially had been admitted Friday at the hospital with a possible stroke and cardiopulmonary arrest, and when she did not respond to resuscitation, a doctor on duty declared her dead, according to the ministry. Paul McCartney told the BBC that artificial intelligence was used to, in his words, extricate and clean up vocals of John Lennon from an old recording, allowing them to feature in an upcoming Beatles track. McCartney said, it's a very interesting thing, you know, something we're all sort of dealing with at the moment. You said that on the BBC's Today program about AI. McCartney said Lord of the Rings director Peter Jackson, who of course did the uh, Get Back film, was able to extricate Lennon's voice from a ropey little bit of cassette, in his words. AI was used to identify Lennon's vocals as distinct from instrumentals and background interference. McCartney said, so when we came to make what will be the last Beatles record, it was a demo that John that uh, John had worked on, and we had just finished it up. It'll be released this year. We were able to take John's voice, get it pure through AI. The BBC said it expected to be a Lennon song from 1978 called Now and Then, which McCartney has in the past expressed a desire to finish. Industry experts have been reflecting on the potential for the latest technological advances within the music industry. McCartney said there's a good side to AI and then a scary side. We'll just have to see where this leads. Why did, what's McCartney waiting for? He, he's got nothing but time right now. I don't know. He's 81. Yeah, he, yeah. you're running out of time. Finish it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so, Thank you. You're going to give Paul McCartney <laughs> career McCartney advice on your ass. <laughs> what's all somebody. this? What's all this? You're having a laugh. Having a laugh. And a South Carolina police officer is being praised for her attention to detail during a traffic stop that led to a shooting suspect's arrest, according to authorities in North Myrtle Beach. The police department recognized Officer Kayla Wallace's quick response in a Way to Go Wednesday Facebook post last week. Wallace pulled over a white Jeep that ran a red light along U.S. Highway 17 shortly before sunrise May 28th. While speaking with the female driver and male passenger, Wallace reportedly noticed the woman appeared distressed. While the male passenger wasn't looking at the driver, the female silently mouthed the words, help me. Taking note of the driver's discreet plea for help, Wallace removed the passenger from the Jeep and put him in the patrol car's back seat. The officer then came back and spoke with the woman who was driving, and she told Wallace the man sitting in her police vehicle had just shot a person. Soon afterward, dispatcher said wow. Set a radio alert for officers to be on the lookout for a vehicle recently involved in a shooting in the county. The arrested passenger was identified as Colin Bates, who's accused of shooting someone outside a sports bar in Myrtle Beach on May 28th. Wow. Bates, Bates had forced a woman to drive him away from the bar after the shooting. Fascinating. Wow. Mm I believe oh. that's John's official sign-off for the news for What, today. he just looks? He just kind of... Well, he started uh, this story with, and finally... Thank, thank oh, did. Thank, thank He's here first day at the job there, uh, Suchi yeah. Bob. Thank you very much. Thanks, well, you're John. welcome. Thank then you I'll take much. that verbal cue. We'll return. And then remind you all that it's mosquito season here. It sure is, and, and they're the big. They're they are big, big this year. Yeah. I'm noticing that as well. Yeah. So if you are getting fever. eaten up in your yard... Not major. Major, Not major. Call my friends at Mosquito Shield. It's owned and operated by GLers. It's Ray and Mike, a father and son team that have two franchises, 
right here in the Twin Cities. And getting rid of mosquitoes and ticks, well, that is their expertise. They're not like other pest control companies that also spray for bugs. They focus on the mosquitoes and ticks only. And that's important because they use a proprietary blend that is specifically formulated to rid your yard of mosquitoes and ticks. And it was invented by the founder of Mosquito Shield, and it's used exclusively by the company. You can't buy this on the shelf. And they're going to take great care of you in your yard. They come out every 10 to 17 days for an application, and they stand behind their work. If you need them in between applications, they will do an additional service call at absolutely no charge. So here's how you find them. Online, it's MoShield.com, M-O-Shield.com, and just enter your zip code and you can find them. Or give Kelsey and Mike a call directly at 612 612- 619-1556. You mentioned GL, and you are going to get $50 off your service. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else about newspapers in 1956? They uh, found any reason to show pictures of women looking sexy. Well, that was probably their only outlet. Picture of Joan Collins here getting ready to go on stage with just a very skimpy outfit for no reason in the middle of the classifieds. Hmm. Huh. Well, they had a lot of fillers. You know, you'd you'd get a little paragraph at the bottom of a story. Maybe that's how you spice up your column, huh? No. A little nudity in there? Hey. (laughs) A little nudity. You're, you're not going to do that. But the paper sure didn't see what was coming. Yeah, who did? Did I play that? Yeah, I did. Kenny's done. Rookie's done. Hot damn. Hot, Hot damn. damn. Summer in the city. Just one second. Here you go, Joe. Here's what you're talking about. Front page from Perth, Australia. Mm -hmm. At the height of a storm Monday night, a housekeeper answered a knock at his door and found a gray elephant wanting to come in out of the rain. Yep. That's the the story. Nope. The householder refused to play host. The elephant tore up his lawn and garden and left the area. That's it. (laughs) That's that's the entire story. You get a lot of that in 56. Yeah. Fifty-six was that the year Metropolitan Stadium opened? I believe it is. And what was Miller Park called, where the Millers played? Um, Hennepin was it called Hennepin? Something athletic, wasn't it? Lexington. Oh, Lexington. What was it called? Lexington was St. Paul. It should be on that Dick Cullum column. I think I was talking it about. It was. Huh? Uh, I think it was Miller Park. I think it was Miller Park where the Millers played. Where did they play? I mean, where where was it? Where was it located? Nicollet and 38th. Oh, really? Okay. Where the Kmart is now? Well, it would have been south of the Kmart off, off 38th. Okay, yep. Eh, it doesn't oh, say. Maybe Nicollet and 42nd, something like that. Minneapolis Millers. It says uh, they're in a new stadium, that Dick Cullum Cullum. This is their first season in a new stadium. Does that make yeah. any sense? Yeah. Ruck, just type in, where did the Minneapolis Millers play in 1952? It was called, uh, oh, Nicollet Park. 
Nicollet Park. Never mind. It was Nicollet Park. Nicollet Park. Nicollet Park. What was the? We've been through this, I know, but I swear I went to some concerts across Snelling at a ballpark that's not there anymore. Midway Stadium. Uh, Midway Stadium. No, not Midway. It was the other way. It was uh, right. To, that to was the Midway East. Stadium and tore and was torn down and replaced was, by what's there now. I see. Okay. Yeah. What are they so, going to do with that? Do with what? The the where the Saints played. Before. I don't know. Does that still stand, Rook? I think so. I haven't driven over Snelling. I, I just drove by time. it a month or two ago. I don't know who played. I there. thought it's still there. Uh, what's Bloomington Stadium? Is that the Met? That was Metropolitan Stadium. Okay, in 1956, they were playing in Bloomington Stadium because they hit 100,000 in attendance with the game the night before this for hmm. the year. They hit what? 100,000 for the, for the year. Oh, not, yeah, not, not what? There were, Chris, uh, let's see, 5,072 fans at the doubleheader. How are they going to land that airplane on here? <laughs> they played their home games at Nicollet Park Nicollet until Park. 55, the ballpark being demolished the following year. That site at 31st and Nicollet is now the home of a Wells Fargo bank. Yeah. In 56, they moved to Metropolitan Stadium That's until That's incorrect. 60. They played there until 55. 55. 55. Boy, they had a lot of future major leaguers. Ted Williams. Where was DuPont Arena? DuPont Arena is where the Minneapolis Millers hockey team played. <laughs> Chris, Chris I don't think Ted played here, did he? Willie Mays did. Don't yes. you have a tea time we need to uh, get to here, Such? <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, Ted don't you, don't you want me to tell you uh, who the major leaguers were? Ted Williams, Willie Mays, and Carl Yastrzemski. Oh, yeah, ah! it was two. Suck it, John. Ozzy, Ver- yeah, okay, see how many of these you know, okay? Ozzy no, Virgil. I, I don't. <laughs> Where Willie was Kirkland. it, Rook? DuPont Stadium. No, DuPont Arena. That would have been the XL Energy Center of the day. I bet it was on DuPont Avenue. It was. DuPont, DuPont. and what? Uh, it's not coming up right away. Uh, Fort DuPont. No. All right, never mind. I don't care. It's, it's okay. Yeah, it's, not. it's okay. You ready? It's yeah. okay. It's all we're, right. We're good. It's you can right. just take her from here, boss. Well, I, I am, but I need a thing. Okay. Bring her home. <laughs> Landered. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. I've got some more forest fire news for you. It's from Fox News again. Uh, it's all credible. And you just won't read it in the uh, conventional news gathering institutions because it doesn't fit the agenda. Okay. On June 7, Biden tweeted, we've deployed more than 600 U.S. firefighters, support personnel, and equipment to support Canada as they responded to record wildfires, events that are intensifying because of the climate crisis. That's not true. On June 7th, Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat Mass, tweeted, Extreme weather, drought, massive wildfires that destroy destroy our air quality, evidence of a climate crisis is all around us. And Northeasterners can look no further than out their windows to find it. That's not true. Despite these uh, estimates, uh, the past two decades... Uh, the available evidence overwhelmingly shows that there is no connection. Wildfires are not becoming more frequent or burning more acreage. In fact, the opposite is true. 
Bjorn Lomberg says this as well. The U.S. National Interagency Fire Center, which has been tracking wildfires for decades, reports that the number of fires in 2022 was 68,988, and the amount of acreage burned was 7.57 million acres. That might sound like a lot, but the uh, data shows that these figures are well within the historical norm. In 2017, for example, 71,499 fires were reported and more than 10 million acres were burned. A decade earlier in 07, there were 85,000 fires that burned and 9.32 million acres. How then do climate alarmists and Democratic politicians so often get away with asserting that wildfires are worsening? It's all due to cherry-picked data. In 2021, Biden's first year as president, the National Interagency Fire Council, a group operated by several different federal agencies, shared its available wildfire data, eliminating data collected prior to 1983 from its website. See, they're getting rid of the since whence. Right. Since 1983, the average annual number of wildfires and acres burned has increased, albeit relatively modestly, giving some the impression that wildfires are becoming a bigger problem than ever before. But if you look at the data collected prior to 1983, wow. you see that there is nothing disturbing about the current trend. Wow. Wow. Prior to 2021, the NIFC, the National Interagency Fire Council, provided wildlife data going back to 1926. And from 1926 to the early 1950s, the number, the number of acres burned per year was significantly higher than what we're seeing today. It was In many years, it was three or four times larger. Even if wildfires were worsening, it wouldn't necessarily indicate that climate change is the cause. Many different factors can contribute to the frequency and severity of wildfires. America's growing population, especially in western states, is an important consideration. Even more vital is forest management practices. The Center for Biological Diversity, a left-leaning environmental group, acknowledges that the vast majority of western dry forests are at risk of large, high-intensity fires because of the effects of poor forest management over the past century. The primary factors that lead to current forest conditions include logging large trees, fire suppression, and livestock grazing. Since the beginning of the 20th century, all three of these factors have been present in western forests, and they continue to play a role today. Uh, and who, you might be wondering, is the biggest manager of U.S. forests? Well, it's the government. The same government that's now blaming the fires on climate change. Hmm. It has nothing to do with it. 31% of all forest land in America is owned by federal agencies. About 238 million acres. Wow. And most of those forests are located west of the Mississippi, where climates tend to be more arid and susceptible to wildfires, hmm. like they have been since the beginning of time. Right. There is no evidence that the number or severity of wildfires like those currently raging in Canada are increasing because of climate change. No evidence. It's pure propaganda designed to trick Americans into supporting additional green New Deal-like policies and to deflect blame from the federal government, which is responsible for managing big, big hunks of the U.S. forests. Mm. 
Policymakers should be debating ways to improve forest management, not spending their time spewing fairy tales about global warming. Americans deserve better. Yes, we do, and we're poorly served. We deserve much better than that, and we're not getting it. Tell me, tell me where you got that piece. I, I, it's I a need Fox to read News it. piece uh, all over their webs. Wildfires aren't getting worse because of climate change. The real culprit will surprise you. It's a piece by a guy named Justin Haskins, published today. Today's the 13th, isn't yep. it? Yep. Published today. Um, and I happen to choose to believe this. This makes sense. He has proof that they've erased or gotten rid of uh, data? Well, they don't provide it. They don't include it in their in their alarm sounding. They've arbitrarily chosen post-1983. So they don't go back to 1926 to put it all into context. They don't do the sense wins that your dear <clears throat> mayor of Garage Logic always provides you. Yep. I did it for the Canadian fires last week. What do you want? You want 1878? Let's go. There's a number. Should should biological boys uh, be running in the girls' track meets in, no. in Minnesota? No. no. They are. I know they are. And well, it's, it's not okay. I got a note from a family that said, okay, we would see this news and we would think, well, it, it is what it is. It really isn't affecting us. But their daughter ran in the track meet this year and lost to a biological male. Okay. Well, that shouldn't happen. Uh, and they say, now it's time to speak up. Uh, this was our kid, you know, so not some nameless someone else. Uh and, and whoever wrote this, they don't want to be named, believes there's not enough pushback. Well, but do be, people even know this is happening? They do, but there's people that are afraid of pushing back because they don't want to be labeled. It's been on the book since 2015 yep. that biological males can compete in the uh, in the track. Well, no. B as in B. No. S as in S. Have your own meat. Right. Why not have your own meat? You got your boys, your girls, and your transers. And your others. E -E a Martina Navatilova. Boy, I have problems with that name. She's even she's out against show. this. So is uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Mm -hmm. No. It's not fair. It's the, it's the one time when you throw the fair word around that fair actually makes sense. It's not fair. There's structural differences and genetic differences and strength differences and muscle differences and a biological male is going to have an advantage. Look at look at the world marathon uh, times between men and women. Right. Mm -hmm. And those are the top women in the world. Now, now, I'm surprised we haven't had a trans biological male win a marathon. We had a story that someone had applied, and I believe that they were not allowed. I'm willing to be corrected, but I thought we discussed that on this show. I just think the high school trans kids should have their own tournament. That would be legitimate, and they would actually have a claim to some meaningful victory. Yes. But as you've said numerous times, there's not enough of them. Uh, they don't amount to too many people. Well, there's about five that run track, I suppose. I don't, I'm don't. i just guessing at that number. But, geez, it's a shame to see your daughter work her butt off, and then she gets to the tournament and got no shot. Yes, That is totally Same with BS. cycling, bicycling. Well, every, any sport, shot put. 
Only because they come to us all Hang the on. way. Sorry, one second. I, I remember us talking, maybe off the year we talked about this, but a trans runner uh, beat 14,000 women in London Marathon after running NYC as a man. Really? That's the story that I was... Really? And this happened, or the, it was dated April 25th. Jeez. A two-time Olympian has ripped the rules that allowed a transgender runner to beat nearly 14,000 women in the female category of the London Marathon. So that was the story That's I was hogwash. thinking of. You have that finishing time by any chance? Uh, I can find No, I don't need it. If it's not there, I don't want to spend time looking for it. Okay. Only because they come to us all the way from Fernandina in the villages, Florida, yeah. from the traveling Lymans. It was on this day. Joe, today is June 13th. In 1820, John H. Stevens was born in Brompton Falls, Quebec, a farmer, merchant, editor, and legislator, he built a house on the west bank of St. Anthony Falls in 1849. Nice. You know where James J. Hill was from? Uh, out east. He was a Canadian. Cleveland. Canadian. On this day in 1838, June 13th, <laughs> Captain Frederick Marriott, author of numerous sea tales, most memorably Mr. Midshipman Easy, hey. Visited Fort Snelling while on a trip to investigate American democracy. The next year, he published Diary in America, which contains several chapters on his Minnesota experience. Gulf Aramosa, a township located in Wellington County in Midwestern Ontario, Canada. James J. Hill. Yeah. yeah. On this day in 1866. 613. I'm sorry, I got that wrong. 1886. 613. A four mile log jam closed the St. Croix River at Taylor's Falls. The jam was so spectacular, so spectacular. that excursion trains traveled from Duluth to see it. Wow. Look hey, at all those logs. Wow, we got to get on the train and look at that log jam. <laughs> and finally, on this day in 1968, a tornado killed nine people. In Tracy, Minnesota, in Lyon County. I don't recall that. What year? Sorry. In 1968, mm. a tornado killed nine people in Tracy, in Lyon County. Huh. Lake, Lacoparo, Lake, Lake, Lake of the Woods. Lincoln. Lincoln, Lincoln Lyon. Larry. Larry. Lacoparo, Lake, Lake of the Woods, Lassour, Lincoln, and Lyon. Lacoparo, translation? Lyon's your last uh, L County. The Lake That Speaks. Lucky Barrel. Lucky Barrel. Hey, and I, before you close out and thank the GLers for being here, I have to um, tell my mom, because I, I did say this off the air, that when I when I closed out my note to Sonny with, well, I just wanted someone to talk. I wanted to talk to someone. Yeah. Mom, you were a great mom. Don't uh, fret over that. I know that you're going to be just heartbroken, but I, I, well, had a good, I had a good upbringing. I think she'll be okay. She'll be all right. Great, um, but she did, you know, you're... You know. you know, you weren't perfect, Judith. I can tell you that right now. I'll say that. Uh, not on the town council. Wow. And, Judith, I, I just want to tell you, Judith, I really do like your son. He's not a bad guy. I don't think she's believing that, Kenny. I'm I just not going on vacation with him. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> All right, that's enough, huh? Thank you send you. us off here? Thank you, GLers. Thank you, GLers. Thank you, GLers. He's already thinking about whole one. Right. How are we going to get by that whole tree? <laughs> no, it's, all, it's already in his head, isn't it? There's a little crick on the eye, and it takes a little dog leg. i got to turn this way. 
Maybe you should find a podcast that has to do with golf. You can find that. There are plenty of them, including the Club Pro, which is hilarious. Really? Uh, Well, check it out. Find it on PodMN on your smartphone. That's how you find out what hip and cool podcasts are out there. Then sneak over to the Garage Logic YouTube page, subscribe there, view some of the videos that are hilarious, and just show what we've done over the years. Completing your task, the trifecta, garagelogic.com. Sign up for the town council where you can be included on the ins. So once we come back from the break, you'll know what we talked about. That's garagelogic.com. Pick up a $10 flight along these hardware garden store gift certificate when you sign up. He's up to 82. 82. 82. Joe. Mm-hmm. Did, okay, am I losing it? We did do that story on the show, didn't we? The trans what? runner? I don't know. Oh. I don't. Joe, there was a star and a tribune, correct, in the old days? Yeah, the star was the evening paper. Got it. Okay, because I just I went to look at the Tracy Tornado thing, and it took me to the star now, not the tribune. Hmm. Hmm. Where's Lyon County? That's out by... I was just in it. This weekend, wasn't he? I don't know. I'm going to look it up because this is going to bother me if I'm not correct here. Lion. Yeah, man. Yeah, Marshall Way. You ready? Yes. Hmm? Um, Yes. I'm ready for you. How the newspapers treated a heat wave in 1956. Okay. Shoplifting will be on the upswing in San Francisco. Shoplifting. I thought you don't like upswing. Well, or, it's tick. I oh, don't tick like. you don't like. Oh, we'll, be on, we'll be on the up. Is upswing one word? Yep. Upswing in California. Is that what you said? That's right. Okay. Forest fires are not climate change. Especially when they're set intentionally. John Height. Hey, we had to close down Trump. What happened, John? There was a package discovered outside the courthouse. I, I did not see that. I don't know. I, I saw it during the... This is going to be a great big bleep show. Yep. Did you put the letter in there? I gave oh. it back to you. No. Oh, oh, put the letter in there. Rookie writes a letter from 1970. Joe, no, Joe reads a letter... A sad letter. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Milk it up. A sad letter that Rookie wrote to his friend Sonny. A sad letter Rookie wrote to his friend. S O N Y or two N's? S O N N Y is the way Rooks build it. Yeah. Back in 1979. Holy crap. Were you even born yet? Nope. Actually, no, yes, I was. I was. Okay. My wife was not. Got it. I was born. Uh, I was Johnny Height with guitar. If I still drink, I'd go to Croatia. You would have a blast. I I can't see doing it without drinking. Well, this Croatian alcohol is different. It make you feel good. I can't Joe, you did 
you got to be on about a year, right? Because I'm a year this weekend. I was a year June 11th. There you go. Sunday. There you go. Congratulations. This Saturday I'm a year. It's it's no big deal. I'm on my seventh (laughs) week and um, from not smoking, and I'm either having a bad day or a really bad day. So you're looking for just the bad days. That's I'm just hoping for a bad day. Yeah. The cravings are so incredible they right now. They should begin to decrease literally momentarily. The, the cravings Seven are, weeks is a long time. The cravings are worse than they were the first three weeks. Really? I've never had a craving problem. God, I needed one so bad this morning. Wow. Is your app, has your appetite changed, Kenny? All I do is eat. Okay. Seriously. I bought a Pete's box. Smoking. I bought a box of uh, Reese's peanut butter cupcakes Don't tell yesterday. Me sad oh, they're like two hundred and thirty-seven calories a piece, and they taste absolutely awful. But ate the whole box. <laughs> oh my god! You know what the CP found? Gone. Individual servings of uh, nut goodies. Like oh, a, really? a yeah, one like bite sort. Oh, that can handle that. Well, then god. you're not eating the whole damn Are thing. You a big nut goodie guy? I am now. <laughs> I'll eat anything. <laughs> I'll eat anything. Don't put that in front of him. He'll eat anything. He'll eat anything. <laughs> uh, Don't Joy, you have oh, some place to go, Such? Yeah, I'm leaving. What do you not? What do you need, Johnny? No, I was just going to say, are you still doing any of the uh, NAs? Oh yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of. I don't know if you've been there. Run wild by Athletic Brewing. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, it's very good. Somebody a, told me one to recommend to you two, and I can't remember. There's a ton of good brands now at, uh, what's the big place, Chris? Uh, Circus Total, Tent? Total, Total, Total Wine. Wine. Total Wine. I've tried probably 15, and at least five of them are taste like beer. Um, did Surly come out with their new one yet? Not that I'm aware of. have not, no. Because not didn't we do the story, or maybe I did it with Mike, where they were going to invest millions of dollars into their NA program? Yeah, well, that's what Quam said at the fair, too, last year. Oh, yeah, that's about. what it was. You're right. You're 100% right. That's what it was. Yeah. And it was. Yeah, it was at the fair. There. Yeah, there are uh, total wines up to like two whole gigantic shelves of really. And they have some. Don't lose your letter, Rook. No, I got her. I got to tweet that out. Or no, put put that on Twitter and I'll retweet it from the GL account. Okay. Chris, I sent you some stories. I don't know if you saw them. <clears throat> oh, thank you, thank you. Yours. Thank Yours. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, boys. Thank Star. you, boys. <laughs> Um, Let me see if I can take care of this thing. Can I just save this? Sh- I'll save the show really quick, Ken, and then I'm 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 with you, Kenny. Well, he's doing that. Anything big for tomorrow, or just the normal? Uh... Have you seen this? Um, don't legalize it, movie. Me? Yeah, I sent you and Don a text. Neither one of you have responded. I didn't get it, Kenny. The text. Really, I didn't. Did I send it to the two people? Don McLean and FYI. Kenny and Don. Oh, Tony D- Orlando. No, we sent what? it at 12.01. Today? Yeah. Oh, right here, yeah. Heard of the trailer park. Don't legalize them. <laughs> I thought you were sending that to be funny. Uh, no, no, I haven't seen it. I'm watching it with the sound down. <laughs> Looks awful. I did finish that book, by the way. The gal. Oh, good. Because there was an edict that came down from high uh, uh, last week from uh, 
the supreme leader good we can talk about that oh, really? for a few minutes yeah i liked it and stuff and and hate it you know but the only thing i had a hard time with was the gobi desert part i'm not sure i'm buying that the rest was i had no problem with where she crossed yeah, the gobi was, desert with yeah. no clothes on basically and it was 40 yeah. below and that yeah. that part was a little seemed to stretch my uh imagination a little too much but the other stuff i find perfectly believable <laughs> Uh, Ricky does this thing like uh, he'll put his hand up behind your ear. You know that old trick sure. that Grandpa used to do, and he pull a quarter out. Ricky pulls the finger out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those characters are so great. It's just pathetic. Hey, is Monday a holiday? Yeah, Juneteenth. Is it a national holiday or is it a state holiday? Uh, the credit union's closed. Yeah, it's red on my all my calendars. But Hubbard does not, it's not a Hubbard. I don't think so. I don't I think they recognize okay. it. I don't, I mean, not that they're doing it, just that's a holiday. No, yeah, right, right, right. Um, okay, Kenny needs a decon. So this is supposed to be 60, Ken, you said? I'll see how close I can get it here. All right, I'm going to kill Rook and Johnny's mics, and I am rolling. GK Mags has been on Old Eight in New Brighton since 1999 with an experienced staff, good selection, and fair prices. GK Mags is a safe and legal place to sell your unwanted firearms, whether it's an oldie from Grandma's estate or maybe something you just don't want, need, or like. DK Mags, they can buy one, two, or the whole kit and caboodle if you have a small arsenal. GK Mags, a full-service gun shop offering new and used firearms, gunsmithing, maintenance, and storage services if you need a safe place to stash your firearms, either short or long-term. You can log on to DKMags.com for more information on ordering, selling, or storing firearms. Uh, DK Mags, speaking of ordering, they can help you find and order that hard-to-find firearm you might be looking for. Monticello Pawn and Gun, also a part of the DK Mags family. They not only buy and sell firearms, they also buy and sell just about anything else. A fun little shop. Monticello Pawn and Gun and DK Mags on Old 8 in New Brighton. Jesus. I think God. he nailed it, sir. Yeah, but I stumbled. I think I can clean that up, though. <laughs> I think, yeah. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> problem I'm having. Actually, you know what I'll do is I'll just send it to Declan fresh, and then he can fresh up. He can tighten it up <clears throat> however he sees fit. Because I know sometimes I make it too short. It's winter in this movie, and Randy's still not wearing a shirt. Rand man. <laughs> and evidently, Mr. Leahy now addicted to Coke, too. Oh, God. Is it? So it must be late, like... You know, 2016, I think. Oh, God, yeah, I have not seen that. Before he passed away? Yep. All right. Johnny, I got your email. Thank you, sir. Okay, no problem. Lavelle, what does Lavelle want? Oh, yeah, cool. I said... My thoughts and prayer when I read the Allery story this morning said, "My thoughts and prayers oh. are with you," because that's that was his that was his bar. He said it was a hell of a run. Although I didn't realize Big Al died, I forgot about that. Rook, did you know him? Who? Big Al, Allery's. I did not. Wasn't he? I thought he was a listener. 
I, if I saw him, I'd probably know, but I, it, I don't, because uh, I asked him, I said, hey, any chance I can get that Rice County squad car door? But nope. Well, no, I mean, what are they going to do with it? They're not going to, I mean, unless they're going to keep all of them. No, he should give it to you. That'd be so cool. I'd love to have that in my garage. Every time my dad come over, hey, remember when you smoked that deer? <laughs> Kapish. It's funny, it's hanging in a bar. My dad doesn't drink. <laughs> oh, he doesn't give a damn. Is it just that they're not getting any business? Is that, do you think that that's why they're closing, Rook? Yeah, I bet it's just too tough. But right in the middle of baseball season? Because they got to at least get some people coming from a Saints game. They're that close. Yeah, I don't know. It's the it, but it's further a little further down though. Oh, is it? You know, it's not in the hip area. <clears throat> I suppose. I had a nice run. Ken's out of here. See you, bro. <laughs> he's he, he's he's been gone for a while. <laughs> it was a ray of hope though, Johnny, when I took all those kids to baseball camp because Leland and his buddy were the early shift, and then yep. William and his buddy were the second shift. The yep. place was packed with kids. Oh, good. And it was at the Prior Lake something or other. Nice little complex they got there, but there was a ton of kids there. Hell, we had a couple of years up here where they couldn't field Little League, which made me oh, very sad. that's right. I remember they you telling me that. They did start it again like two years ago, so they must have a little bit of an up, well, I was, uptick. Sorry, I Joe. was going to say, aren't there a million kids that live in that area? Uh, Yeah, yes. Yeah. Because Andover is one of the biggest high schools going. Oh, hang on a sec. I have a phone call I must answer. All right. Bye, Johnny Cake. I have an important message. About aluminum siding. Why? I don't want this. Shut this off. Oh, God. Okay. I don't, I don't care. Oh, 120. The hell are we going to do with the rest of our day? Well, I am going to peace out. Send you <clears throat> or do put that on Twitter. How do I just tweet it out from your account and then I'll re retweet it from the uh, from the GL account. But you got to do it before I leave because I don't. Have, I only have access to the GL account here. I'll do it right now. Good push. Good one. I'll take a letter, Maria. We were talking, we're not doing anything this summer except basically work and baseball. <laughs> work and baseball? Well, we're just, you know, we don't have any time to go anywhere. Even the, even over fourth. Over fourth? You know how we do?
shoot, I forgot to play this. All right, I got to peace out, town council. Townies.